The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. In a fast-paced world... Every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, and Happy Holidays. Wow. Yeah, man, it's such a good fucking Christmas song. Is that, oh, I thought that was your own and your own composition. No, no, it's in sync. Uh, oh, I was wondering which, it sounded familiar, but I had completely 100% forgotten about that one. Um, excuse me? <laughs> How? It's such a fucking good one. Man, 98 Degrees just came out with a new fucking Christmas album. I heard today that there is a My Chemical Romance cover of All I Want for Christmas is You. Ugh. <laughs> I I can't even I can't even like understand and relay how upset I am about that. <laughs> I'm intrigued because I, I have negative feelings about the Mariah Carey version and I wanna you know, sometimes you can kind of experience a song in a different light when a different style of music plays it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know. If that's true for this, though. (laughs) Your skepticism is well taken. I don't even know what type of music My Chemical Romance is. It's very, it's emo punk, right? (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like that. All right. I mean, when I was 14, I was totally fucking into it. You know, it's like, I'm not too too big to judge here. You know what I mean? (laughs) I've just grown up. I've grown past it. What are you grown into now? Um, well, it's not the uh, the uh, Gwen Stefani Christmas album, that's for sure. Ooh, and it's a new one or that's an old one? Oh, it's a new one. I just read. I read such a long article about her talking about how she, she it was like a calling for her to make a Christmas album. Like she had to make a Christmas album. Who? Why? You know what? We got it. We've done it. <laughs> We don't need any more of it, especially when you're just doing covers of the same songs, except she came out with a, uh, a duet with Blake Shelton Ugh. that's on the album, and uh, it, it's called You Make It Feel Like Christmas. Ugh. Is it an original? It's an original. Blake Shelton wrote it for her, and like, the whole thing was like how, like how sweet Blake Shelton is because he doesn't really write his own music anymore, but he was on the tour bus thinking about her and thinking about Christmas (laughs) and he just penned this song and I listened to this song and you know I love Blake Shelton but it is not it's 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 not a good song guys Mm. I gotta say it it's not a good song I don't understand why she's lowering herself to his standards well I don't know if her standards were particularly (laughs) high to begin with whoa whoa (laughs) 
listen. Ruining my worlds over here, guys. <laughs> there is one of my favorite Christmas songs. You guys are going to. It's not even a toilet flush because it's not political, but you're just going to point and laugh at me. Whatever, you're just going to mock me, and I accept that. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, but No Doubt had a couple of Christmas covers. Really? And one of them is, well, a Christmas cover of a song by the Vandals called Oi to the World, mm-hmm. and it's a ska cover. I am familiar with Oi to the World. Oh, just wait till it's reimagined <laughs> as a ska song. It is delightful. It's one of my favorite Christmas songs. There's trumpets. Oh, are there trumpets? So I got a, I got a, a fondness for Gwen Stefani and Christmas, um, but it has to do with Gwen Stefani like 35 years ago or however long that was. Then why did she have this severe calling to make a goddamn Christmas album? Well, she's been apparently working on this Christmas album all year. Ugh. I mean, I guess you have to. I you, guess. Yeah, you can't start on it in like, you know, December 1st and have it out by December 4th. <laughs> But still. Yeah, that's like in Love Actually, like that guy is recording the Christmas album, but he doesn't start. He's sitting in the studio recording that damn song five weeks before Christmas, and then like one week later, it's out as the number one. (laughs) As I understand it, that's not how recording works. Well, these days, actually, it could record like that, but back then, no way in hell. No, they're not going to send it to the CD factory, (laughs) the tape factory. And I I, I agree with you, Jackie. I think that if you're going to make a Christmas album, you have to have something special and unique to offer. Like Sia's Christmas album. Definitely. I'm not familiar, but I know Sia would bring it to that album. It just came out. It's it is it's lovely because it's all originals. Um, I, and I dig it a lot just because I love Sia so much. But at the same time, I just wanted to um, I just want to listen to Sia. Yeah. And so listening to it. All I did was I stopped it, and then I started listening to Sia instead. See, I don't think I want new originals about Christmas. I just, I want I want covers. No, of course, although I got to say, she's got a song in here, and it's called Puppies Are Forever. Aww. Oh, okay. Ah, everybody loves a puppy! <laughs> <laughs> I still advocate that the best Christmas album is Annie Lennox's Christmas album because it's just covers and it's the re- really religious songs which I appreciate like the real Jesus-y ones but but Annie Lennox can just bring like imagine how Walking on Broken Glass escalates mm-hmm. now transfer that to to a song about the birth of Jesus you know <laughs> it, it really it, it really works you know it really is a is a escalating and her three octave range is really by the end of it I'm I'm converted you know it's very very effective you know who else has a Christmas album out this year Hanson are you looking at the picture of Hanson <laughs> there? I saw that, and it was like Hanson's like their a promo picture for it. It's the three of them sharing a scarf. Yeah, they're all tied up in one scarf, <laughs> bound they together. They have one scarf on. Why? Just, just three adult brothers sharing a scarf. <laughs> it's so fucking dumb. It made me so mad, and I was just like, I, I mean, I just. You know, sure, I'll slap on an mbop. Mm-hmm. I'll take it, you know. Uh, but I, I, I never really listened to them. I match Molly. I imagine you listen to Hanson. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I, this is one of the on the list of insulting things you said to me. <laughs> I had, I've, I had friends who were very, like, very, like, uh, familiar with Hanson's current work and are into it. Um, no judgment, but. I know. I I will also enjoy an, an Mbop, and I don't think I can name one more song by them except for that song, Where's the Love? 
it's not enough. Makes the world go round. Oh, and yeah. Round Where's the love? <laughs> not enough. <laughs> it makes the world go round and around and around. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't you sing it with that oomph, Molly? I didn't have Please. any oomph. I don't remember it having much oomph. <laughs> no, no. No, I think I, think, I gave I think, it all the oomph. I think Molly gave it the appropriate amount of oomph. Yeah, I wanted to convey my disdain for it as I was singing it. <laughs> but I will say those those three boys, they look they're, you know, they're handsome young men. I I mean, I know I know that we've talked about this before, but it just will always make me think of of being a kid and watching that damn video of Mbop and not knowing whether they were girls or boys. Yeah. And I was so confused. And I was like, am I gay now? Because I was always ready to be gay. I was like accepting of the fact that I, I have got gay symptoms inside of me positively. Uh, but, you know, I, I was fine with it. I think maybe I never thought of this, but maybe we owe Hanson a debt of gratitude for being a popular thing that it's not like they blurred gender norms in any other way. But they were boys with long hair and it was a real mind fuck for a lot of people at the time. Yeah. They were just prepubescent boys with, or not prepubescent, but pubescent boys with long hair. Yeah. At that age, it's, you know, you can confuse. You can confuse. And people really had a hard time with it. People made such fun of their long hair. And now I think that maybe those boys were brave to have long hair in public. I don't know if we need to put the brave stamp on Hanson here. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag brave Hanson. Circa yeah. what, 1997? <laughs> yeah, for having long hair in 1997, I don't think they need to be brave on the heels of grunge when uh, long hair was, oh, I don't know, extremely in style. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, it was brave in the late 90s to have long hair. It wasn't in anymore, Marcus. <laughs> no, you're right. Brave may be a stretch. <laughs> I think interesting is as far as I should go. I like the fact that their album is called Finally, It's Christmas. Finally. <laughs> but the thing Shut is, they, up, they released Finally, It's Christmas on October 27th. No. Finally. Oh, <laughs> it's Halloween. I would rather listen to that album. They should have put out a Halloween album. I would have been all over it. They should put out Halloween albums. They have Halloween baking shows now. They should have Halloween music making. Uh, Yeah. Man, have you been watching all the holiday baking things? Yes. I, uh, I I was watching the uh, there's one on Netflix right now and it's some sort of British holiday like family cook off show I forget exactly what it's called uh, but all I know is that I watched the first episode and it was just like they had to make a, a lunch a, you know a, a nice a nice weekend lunch and the woman goes over and she goes nom, 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 nom. well. That's not really a weekend lunch. This is more of a Christmas lunch. <laughs> I would say this is Christmas lunch. This is, it's more than just a regular weekend lunch. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I learned about all these lunches. <laughs> you can't just have lunch over there, apparently. Wait, by Christmas lunch, does she mean something that can be had in the Christmas season, only can be had on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve? I believe it was an elevated lunch. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why, but I want to say this is a British thing, like like that they have special lunches. I'm not. I'm just shooting from the hip here. I did when I well when I uh, googled Christmas lunch, the first thing that came up was this is what the royal family eat on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. What what's it, what is it? Is it chestnuts? <laughs> is it berries? Multiple berries? Ooh, speaking of the royal family, we have not talked about the tragic news. The Markle. Tragic news for Jackie that your future husband is temporarily unavailable because of his engagement. I wanna marry Harry. 
That's Put me in the reality show. <laughs> they canceled that reality show for being cruel. <laughs> you know, for those of you who don't know, How I want dumb to ma- the Americans are. <laughs> I want to marry Harry was a uh, short-lived uh, reality TV show in which they told a bunch of women that they were in the running to marry Prince Harry when in fact it was just a Prince Harry lookalike. Yeah, it was just some guy with red hair. It was like Mr. Personality, but for. Prince Harry. Remember that early reality TV show where the men all wore masks? Yeah, Mr. Personality and also Joe Millionaire, all yeah. those, yeah. Wait, I don't remember Mr. Personality. Oh, my God. It was fantastic. They wore masks. It was like Joe, well, I guess it was like The Bachelor, but the men were, it was like one woman and 20 men who were wearing, mat, like, Easter Island masks, like, really creepy, um, <laughs> like, like uh, very, very creepy kind of ancient-looking stone masks. <laughs> and she would go on dates with them, and they, and they had to wear these stone masks, and it was just about their personality and whether she liked them or not. How did you forget that it was hosted by Monica Lewinsky? Oh, my God. <laughs> What? What? How is that not the first thing you brought up? Hosted by Monica Lewinsky. I don't know. It was like 2003. I think it was normal to have Monica Lewinsky around. Or at least relatively normal. Wow. You did get 2003 right, definitely. And it's definitely hurtful that they were like, who's got only a personality and no looks? Monica Lewinsky. (laughs) I don't know if she has that great of a personality. Yeah, I mean, her personality definitely... I actually think now Monica Lewinsky is a fascinating person. At the time, we did not know enough about her to know. Why? What is she doing now? What's her thing? Well, she wrote like a Vanity Fair... um, um, article maybe last year maybe even two years ago at this point that was like hey y'all really fucked me it you all should have been mad at the president and instead you just slut shamed me for 20 years and it was a it was pretty good you know what else they did in Mr. Personality? It's like they had darkroom sessions where the bachelorette <laughs> was allowed to go in in a pitch black room and feel the face <laughs> of her suitor. <laughs> Just to make sure it's got no lumps on it. <laughs> Man, Holden would not have done well in that, that's for sure. Uh, oh, I, uh, no. I, but you can still see their bodies. So isn't that part of it? Right? I, I don't know. I think, I'm not sure if they got anybody with, like, really bad faces, but I think that... Well, it's not a full... You could still see, like, from... You could still see the guy's chin and his nose. Oh, come on. You can guess. I guess I know it's like, you know, the windows of the fucking soul or whatever, but, you know, how bad can the eyes be? Yeah. I think that the risk... I think that they got some, like, nerds, you know, like some people who just weren't really chiseled and shit, you know? So just some planes. The woman's name was Arp. (laughs) (laughs) Mrs. Name and Mr. Personality. Arp? Hey, Arp! Why'd you get over here and suck my dick? (laughs) Oh, I wonder if they fucked with the masks on. Hmm... See, that that should be a part of the show. They should turn it into a Skinamax show, and then at the end of it, you have to sleep with them with the mask on, and then as you come, you have to take off the mask. <laughs> well, it would be another good measure of whether you want to be with them or not. Are they a good fuck? And then that would be a great show. Just fuck a bunch of different people without seeing their faces, and then figure, choose your favorite fuck, and then at the end, you see their face. That's the sequel. I think that's... 
I think that's my life. <laughs> <laughs> wow. They even, so this is, well, they were forbidden to talk about their work, what they did for a living, because that might make a superficial judgment on ARP's part. Uh, and then <laughs> they brought in an astrologer to suss out the sexual habits of the masked men, and then were given a mini aria about how hot he was. A mini aria. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, the only standout so far, this is from like a Slate article, like a Slate recap from 2003, uh, said that among them, the only standout so far is a deranged motivational speaker who told the camera he was going to work some subliminal magic on ARP by repeating his number like a madman. I think cool. I remember that actually. Do we get? Can we get a picture of the person who the ugly guy who actually won, or was he ugly, or well, was he only not? made it five episodes? Really? Yeah, I don't know if it made it a full <laughs> season. What? I just can't believe that this stood out in your mind so much. <laughs> yeah, I remember it really clearly because it was early reality show time. I was watching Joe Millionaire. Yeah. You know, and then Mr. Personality came shortly after. What blue balls? They didn't finish it? No, they never finished it. Said uh, horrific ratings, they said. Well, yeah. that doesn't track with my memory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. One guy that was kicked off, he was an NFL mascot. He t- took off his mask and he said, this totally sucks. You let a 1-800 number psychic make your decision on who you're going to be with for the rest of your life. What's funny about that is that he met, wears a mask in real life, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> his whole life is covering up his body. Just it's t- for the best, probably. <laughs> he takes off the Easter Island mask and then he puts on his tiger mask and then angrily walks off the set. But Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle. What about Meghan Markle? I am. You know what? She's attractive. Um, I'm not, uh, she is, you know, everything that the royal, the royals don't want. Uh Uh-huh. And that makes me like her. Same. Yeah. I don't know anything about her except that, um, all of the coverage I saw was that like the royal queen must be flipping her royal shit. And (laughs) I think that's kind of fun. Well, she is, she's mixed raced. She's divorced. Uh, she's got a weird past. She's she's an American. She's an actress, but also my real question is, is who was watching Suits for seven years? <laughs> She's on that show Suits, which I've never seen an episode of, and maybe I'm prematurely judging it, but who gives a fuck about that show? She's on Suits? She went from Suits to Princess? She's been on Suits since yes. 2011. Wow. <laughs> suits is like the, it's like, if it's like, name a show that you see advertised on USA when you're watching Law & Order. Suits is the one. I know nothing about it, except I think it's lawyers. Uh-huh. And... I think it's lawyers. But it's like an airplane. It's lawyers. It's an airplane show, you know, at best, or like a Sunday morning hungover, and you fell asleep while Law & Order was on, and then you woke up and Suits was on show. And now she's a princess. Wow. Good for her. I mean, she's, a, she's a soap opera actress. Like, she was in her first uh, job was, she was a Jill in one episode of uh, General Hospital, uh, and then she was in Love, Inc. She was a suitcase girl in Deal or No Deal. Yeah, I've seen a lot of those clips, and they're like, suitcase girl to princess. And it's like, oh, yeah, girl. Holder of case number 24 for four episodes. What did, um, (laughs) what's her name, Um, the other one, the princess of George, um, no, not of George, of Will, Charlotte is no, that's the baby. What the hell is her name? Kate Middleton. Thank you. Um, she. What did she do before she got princessed? She was rich. Uh huh. That's it. Uh huh. 
I think she was just rich. But I, I but now she's like, she's, so this girl's not allowed to, you know, she can't act anymore. She's got to do all the things. But also, this is like better than getting the, the job of flow. <laughs> yeah. If you're an actor, you don't have to worry about um, auditions anymore if you're a princess. And you still get to be on the national stage. Yeah. Until everything falls down and the English eat the British family. True. Ooh, that would be kind of fun. That's what's, I mean, it's going to happen. I've watched Black Mirror. That's exactly what's going to fucking happen. But maybe she will be safe because people won't eat her because they know that she's a commoner. They'll eat her first for being a turncoat. Mm. First against the wall. (laughs) Hell yeah. That's what I like to hear. (laughs) Are you heartbroken though, Jackie? Of course I fucking am. I want to, I feel bad for all of like the exes he's had, you know? He's got, like, how many people that watch it are like, ah, I got so close. There was that one that got really, really close, and she's the one that takes it. But I wonder what it is. Is it true love? Whew. I have got an ex-girlfriend list for you. It- oh, baby. God, I just wish I could have fucked him while he's getting stoned in a hot tub. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's definitely the more interesting of the two boys, that's for sure. There's Natalie Pinkham back in 2003. She was a TV presenter. What does that mean? Is that like a host? It's like a host, yeah. That's what they call hosts oh, okay. in uh, England. Ah, uh, okay. Chelsea. Like in the Great British Bake Off. Yeah. Chelsea Davey from 2005 to 2010. She was a jewelry designer. Ooh, that's that's a long relationship, five years. Mm-hmm. Catherine Omani. She was a real housewife, was- but she just claims uh- that they shared a kiss in 2006. God, what a magical kiss. I bet he's really good in bed. Why? I just feel like since he he's never going to be, he's not William, uh-huh. you know, like William's obviously not good in bed, even though he keeps knocking her up, which <laughs> you get it, boy. <laughs> but I think that <laughs> I just I feel like since he's banged so much and that he is so and I feel like he's one of those kinds of like princes that he's so attractive, but he seems like he has a great personality as well. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's a lot of fun. And I feel like you would just like hop off the slopes Cover yourself in vodka and just, like, slap up against each other, you know? Yeah, I definitely would agree with the theory that Will, like, had it. There was too much, there's too much pressure on him being about to be king. He probably, you know, has a hard time in bed and or just thinks he's really good and never had to try or gets, like, panicky about it, you know. But but Harry probably has a bit more of a, like, I got nothing to lose attitude, you know? Exactly, because he's never going to be, you know, he can't, unless all of them die, he ain't going, he ain't rising to the top, you know? It's just weird that now everyone's obsessed with everything that Meghan Markle wears like they did with Kate Middleton. Yeah, I would not want to have that type of specific scrutiny. Any type of scrutiny when you're famous I think would be really hard, but the specific scrutiny of like, do you deserve to hang out with these rich assholes would be a hard one because everyone's just like, she's an American slob, you know? I also feel bad because the whole thing is that her dad is MIA and they track down her father and they're like taking all these pictures of him. He was just, he's an absentee father, you know, like leave them alone. I still don't understand. I know we've talked about it so many times over the years, but I still just don't understand the monarchy. And I don't, I guess I don't understand what regular people, and my biggest question is what regular people in Britain's relationship to it is. Do they all hate it? Do they all love it? You know, I think most people our age and younger hate it uh-huh. and could not give less of a fuck about it and think it's a gigantic waste of money, mm-hmm. which it is. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but it's fun. <laughs> I think I think that's what the I think there's two camps. <laughs> Marcus's camp and Jackie's camp. Actually, I think that's the only two camps. Yeah, that has to be the only two camps. Yeah, because there's really nothing. I mean, I guess the in between is like whatever. <laughs> you know. Eh. Yeah, but but I mean, it's better than staring at Ivanka Trump's uh, White House decorations. Did you see the back to backs of Michelle Obama's to Ivanka's? Oh yeah, the the dead Christmas dead tree house. <laughs> this horrifying. This is where Christmas comes to die. <laughs> and the actually, te- technically, if it were my house, I would feel like it was really rock and roll. Yeah, that's the thing. If it wasn't being done by people with no souls, it would look very cool because it looks like about it looks like a, like it's a comment on the death of the soul, I think. But it's it's <laughs> but it's um, disturbing in this context. Have you seen these? It's Americans? definitely a look. I have. Yeah, it's it's a look into Ivanka's soul yeah. for sure. It's so sad. Yeah, just, it's so scary. Just a barren <laughs> forest. I'm just ready for, like, a, a killer Santa to come out and just start, like, slashing throats everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, very white. Quite white. <laughs> Please look it up. Oh, my I'm God, looking, so fucking good. Dear Lord, it's very, very, very strange. There's, like, not a bit of color in the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, and they all have a fucking reputation for decorating. Ivanka runs a whole business about it. I think, or a brand, a blog. I don't know what it is, but I think it's a blog. She does something. She does something. I don't know what she does. It's not working on the anti-bullying campaign. We won't get into that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> what else is going I did, on? I, uh, I went, uh, it's like, because I started listening to the Gwen Stefani album, I went to a little bit of a Gwen Stefani hole. Not her hole, just a hole. <laughs> and they, I found this picture, and apparently Gavin Rossdale hates Blake Shelton, which is fine. But the reason why he hates Blake Shelton is because the kids are now all wearing camo the way Blake Shelton does. Ooh. And also, they uh, they did a bunch of uh, stuff down at his hometown and giving the kids guns and letting them sh- like do target practice and go out shooting with them. And Gavin Rossdale is pissed. So they I- got redneck stepdaddy now and British boy don't like it, huh? <laughs> I love everything about it. It's so fucking trashy. Why would you give kids that aren't yours guns to shoot? Making a wear camo. The youngest one apparently started calling him daddy. It's 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 rough though. I kind of feel bad for Gavin Rossdale, even though he was the fucking cheater and he fucking made his bed and now you got fucking lie in it, bitch. <laughs> I don't know. I. Um, I guess respect autonomous adults' decision to shoot guns for fun. But if somebody gave my kids camo and guns, I think that I would be. And if especially if I was a British punk, um, oh, I he's would not be, a punk. He's, uh, nah, he's, he's a, a fop. Punk. He is a British fop. He's a London foppy boy. All the more so. I I feel like I would be. I would be a little upset. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. He's not a punk. No doubt, not a punk band. Especially amongst the pictures that were taken is a picture of Blake Shelton from his perspective with a camouflaged uh, glove on and he's flicking off a bunch of turkeys that he's about to shoot. (laughs) I just am still hung up on how Blake Shelton is not hot. He's not even He's not hot enough to be the sexiest man alive, but he's definitely not hot enough for Gwen Stefani. Not even close. She looks fantastic still. 
I well, you know, I beg to differ. I, know. I love everything about this. I man, I want to. It's like date me. I'll wear camouflage. You know, I'll do the whole thing. I'll let I'll let the kids shoot off guns. <laughs> do whatever you want. Let's just have a good time and stop doing duets together because this is their second duet. I don't want to hear them sing. It's it's just so weird because then it's her trying to sing country right ways. Right. I don't want to hear it. I want to I want to hear Gwen Stefani like do. You know, holla back girl. Like I feel like that's what I don't. I don't. I don't understand the. It's like a fusion. It's a fusion I don't want. Like a food fusion, but it's a music fusion with those two of them together that I don't. I don't want. No, me neither. But I sit. I started following her on Instagram. I just started following celebrities on Instagram. I haven't really done it, but I started following her, and then I found Britney Spears's Instagram. And I don't know if you follow her on Instagram. Do you? No. It's sad, dude. <laughs> it is sad. It is rough. Well, what is to it? Watch. So these pictures just came out uh, today of her. She she dresses up in clothes and has people take pictures of her in the house. It's really sad. Also, she's had some really weird mouth injections or filler or something, so she looks almost like a uh, a who. From Whoville? Yeah. Right? And I don't know what... I, I was tr- I was looking at the pictures and I was trying to figure out what happened to her face. Oh, yeah. Something's going on. But then following her on Instagram, she makes it very... Like, they, she goes through her whole house. You can see the entire house. And there are multiple pictures God. inside of her house of this one very small reclining chair. <laughs> <laughs> and I wonder why. The small reclining chair exists. Is it the only piece of furniture she has in her house? It may as fucking well be. There's one of her huge Christmas tree, and it's just this small reclining chair next to it. So I'm assuming it's one of the kids. I was going to say, maybe it's one of of her her cute children. But all of her kids are way too old for this small of a reclining chair. I guess that's true. Her kids were like, we were, it was still like shaved head era, Brittany, when she already had kids, right? Those kids must be tweens or teens by now even. Yeah, got to be. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely. I think the youngest one is in his tweens. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So it's too, it's too much, and it's just following. I never, I've never been so sad looking at someone's Instagram account before. I don't know. They're watching like on her birthday. It's like she's dating some fitness model, and on her birthday it was just her all dressed up in the house, and she like blows out candles on a cupcake, and she's like, "Happy birthday to me," with no one else there, just her. It, it was just really. It looks like she's so lonely. Just lucky playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> she is so lucky, but why does she cry? I just imagine her sitting in the tiny reclining chair all by herself crying. <laughs> and it's so sad. But also, like, she, I don't know if you've seen, she's become an artist now as well. Like a visual artist? Um, she has started painting. Huh. It is, uh, it, it's almost as if, um, you're just watching a four-year-old paint. Well, it's flowers, you know? I'm not a psychologist, but I wonder if there's, it's like, it's as if she's stuck in the year that she lost her innocence and, you know, became famous and then, you know, got fucked for the rest of her life. And so it's like she's, it's like she's a 16-year-old and she's 
posing on Instagram like a 16-year-old and experimenting with different types of artistic expression, also like a 16-year-old. I tell you, man, nobody like Britney Spears. I don't know. She still got it. Oh, yeah. I mean, nobody. Oh, she's still hot. I mean, just Her body. Nobody, nobody does trashy hot like Britney Spears does. Oh, yeah. Oh, it is trashy because that's exactly what it is. Looking at her house, too, it's as if a a 12 year old was like, I imagine that this is what the famous and the rich have. (laughs) Put another column up. I like it. Oh, wow, a rug. Cool. You know, it's it's a very, it's such a, uh, it's so sad. And then, like, so part when she started doing her art, there's an Instagram post, and it just says, sometimes you just gotta play. Emoji, 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 emoji. And it's her just with, just, like, in a bra painting this picture, and uh, it sold for $10,000. <laughs> if And you know who bought it? Robin Leach. What? Why? From Lifestyle and the Rich and Famous. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now she's never going to stop painting. She's got, she's being rewarded. I, you know what? Sometimes you just got to (laughs) play. True. (laughs) Britney's right. Britney's right. You know? If I had really, really stupid money. I might buy a Britney Spears for $10,000. Yeah. If I had, like, really stupid, stupid, really stupid money. Like, not if not if you had $20,000. No, <laughs> not, no, I'm not spending half my worth on a Britney Spears original. Ugh, I don't know. It's bad. I just saw it. It's really bad. It's really, really bad. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> yes, it's a 12-year-old's picture. That is, that is even younger than a 12-year-old's picture. I think that's, like, we're at, like, 10 or nine even. Wow. It's just, it's sad, dude. It's real sad. Oh, and he auctioned it off and he auctioned it to himself. Robin Leach did. Yep. Oh, that's yeah. Sad. I bet because there probably no one wanted it. was for charity. Yeah. It was for Vegas Cares. And I, I feel like no one else wanted to buy it. Fine. I'll <laughs> buy $10,000. <laughs> All right. I'll buy it. I'll buy it for $10,000. I, that, I know that's not what he sounds like, but in my brain, that's what he fucking sounds God, like. Vanity Fair. They could be so fucking. I don't know. This is what they said. It's like, it's a rare window into the mind of Spears. <laughs> it's flowers. It's pretty pink flowers. <laughs> you know what that window says? Close the window. <laughs> don't look in the house. <laughs> Open the window. And you, you don't want to know what goes on in here. Do you want to touch my pretty pink flowers? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just makes me feel bad for her, even though there, there's nothing to feel bad about. She's a fucking bajillionaire. You know, she's doing fine. Oh, I think that there's something to feel bad about. Again, I think that we, I think that, uh, you know, I think that it was, how can you become a normal person when you have the life that she did starting at 16? You know, how could we expect anything else from her that but to be in a state of suspended adolescence? I guess. She, I don't know. I don't know. I guess maybe we're just going to have to let Brittany be Brittany. Forever and ever. Hell yeah. I'm not forever and ever. You no, know, I'm not trying to make excuses, but at the same time, how on earth does she ever cope? Yeah, you know who I also don't know how she fucking copes is Kim Kardashian. You know, she just has to take a break with these feuds, dude. Who's she feuding with now? Taylor Swift. She's been feuding with Taylor Swift. About Kanye? Is this like a proxy Kanye feud or is this a unique feud to them? 
oh no, it's coming. It's a, it's a, it's Kanye again. She's bringing it back. She did like a TBT to the the, the famous video, Ugh. which so which it's just like cool out, dude. You know, she's fine. But then of course she retorted with like a sexy picture, and she's like, I never trust a narcissist, but they love me. That's what Taylor Swift <laughs> retorted. See, with. man, I want to like Taylor Swift, but I don't think I do. I think that every. Everything she's done lately in terms of, like, her new bad self, I find it to be so – I find her to be so not bad, and I find her to be so um, grating, and I kind of – like, the idea that we have – it's like the reanimated corpse of Kanye interrupting Taylor in 2009 is still haunting us, you know? Uh, 2009? I think so. Oh, yeah. It was 2019. Oh, yeah. Like – we all we're all stuck in this hell, and, and Taylor is making whole albums about "Look what you made me do," and it's just like we're stuck. We've got to just we got to just rip the bandaid off. And Taylor, I just don't like Taylor's. I just don't think I. I think I'm mildly annoyed by Taylor Swift. I think I am as well. Although I did kind of like the song. I like that song. Which, I'm not ashamed to say it. I like the song. I'm throwing it out there. I enjoy. <laughs> Which it. one? Look what you made I me will- do. Yes, what? Fun. No. I like the song. No, it sounds like nothing. Look what you made me do. Look what, Look what you, made you made me, me do. do. It's just, I, I like it. What I don't understand is that they have this whole thing where, where Kim Kardashian sends snake emojis at her. Like her fans send snakes to Taylor Swift's, and then the Taylor Swift fans send rat emojis. Yeah. And snakes kills ra- snakes kill rats and eat them. Yeah, why would they send rats? They should send like dragons or something. <laughs> right, of all the emojis we have now, go bigger. Yeah, or shit. Do the poop one, you know. Do so. I I guess I I had to like read about that for a while just because I didn't I, I didn't understand it. I think I'm too old for emoji fights. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that there's just, I feel like there's so many other, like, pop stars that do fun pop um, that I am just so much more interested in being excited about than Taylor Swift, you know? Like, Kesha immediately comes to mind. The only uh, the only thing that Kim Kardashian, who what she's hating on right now that I agree with, she's got a big rift with Jennifer Lawrence. Really? Yeah. That I guess, uh, I, I guess that she hates how much Kris Jenner likes Jennifer Lawrence. I guess they are like bosom buddies, and they just drink all day and, and kibitz. And Kim Kardashian hates it. I, I, I no thoughts. I got, I, yeah, I'm like, huh. I don't know. I still don't. I feel like my feelings about um, J La are still. Mired by like the knowledge that a lot of people hate her, and I don't really have any. Str- I feel like I, I am. I don't know. I guess the J Law train is a confusing train because I think I know a lot of people hate her. I don't totally know why, but I also don't know why a lot of people love her. I think she's overrated. She's fine. Yeah, she's fine. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I feel a lot of um, a lack of a complete lack of emotion about J Law right now. I think that's what it is. Where also it's like, why would you be jealous of her? There's nothing to be jealous of. You're fucking Kim Kardashian. You got all of it. You have a whole fake body. How is you the surrogacy doing? Do we know? I th- they're keeping it all real under wraps. Mm. I don't understand, too, why they, they like, all the, the Kardashian girls, the many pregnants right now, that why they, they won't show the stomachs or anything. 
And I wonder if there's other surrogacies happening that they're not dealing with. Very well could be. A Beyonce situation? Not that it matters. You know, it doesn't really matter <laughs> at the end of the day. Uh, it's time I don't for, care about the Kardashians. It's time for the list. Oh, Gotta Got have that list. Yeah, so close. We, 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 so close. We're you get, you're hesitating too much. You guys ain't just just okay. go for it. You're, you're just, it's because we're trying to look into each other's eyes while we say it's it. It's true. The listeners should know we do look into each other's eyes. But you're looking in each other's eyes from 3,000 miles away. Oh, yeah. All right, Bruce. <laughs> Bruce baby. You being a Bruce baby right now? Well, this list, it's Christmas theme list. Oh, good. Yay. Yay. Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Actors who have played Santa Claus. Tim Allen. He's number one. <laughs> He's number one. He's number one. He's number one Santa Moss. Mm-hmm. Santa Claus, of course, one, two, and Santa Claus three, the escape clause. The escape clause. The third one, you know, you don't write home about the third one, but <laughs> last, but you watch it. Last year was my first year watching the Santa Claus one. This year, should I watch the Santa Claus two? Is it worth watching? I don't know how. Did, I I enjoy the second one. How did you feel about Santa Claus one? I enjoyed it. It made me feel very nineties. It made me feel like I was in early elementary school, even though I don't know how I missed it. I don't know where I was. I must have been being a hater, a young hater. But um, but yeah, I, I I I enjoyed it. The it's just a. I feel like it is an unremarkable movie. Well, Santa Claus Three. Hey, Santa Claus Three kicks it up a notch. It brings Martin Short and uh, into the whole thing, and you know, so now Tim Allen has to deal with being Santa Claus. And how's he going to stop Jack Frost from taking over Christmas? Wow. And that's the third one. But the second one is when he has to find a Mrs. Claus. But it also has, which I know I bring up every year. I think I got to post it on Facebook, which is my favorite thing, is Molly Shannon doing a cover of I Feel Like a Woman, but it's I Feel Like Some Christmas. (laughs) Because she's one of the women that go on a date with him because she goes on a date with him because she's... Uh, sexually attracted to Santa Claus and he looks like Santa Claus. So it's a blind date and Molly Shannon's performance is top notch. All right, I'll watch it just for that. Oh, they bring back Judge Reinhold for Santa Claus 2? Oh, yeah. They call me Judge. I'll always think of the Arrested Development. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Judge. (laughs) Okay, we got another, the other one. Uh, You got Paul Giamatti. He played Santa in uh, 1997's Fred Claus. Oh, Lord. That's about, that's the one where it's, uh, what's his name? And he's the brother of Santa Claus, not Vincent D'Onofrio, the other one. Ah, no, this is 2007. That was uh, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vince Vaughn did a, this is sounding vaguely familiar, but very much forgotten from the annals of history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was, uh, yeah. Uh, they uh, Apparently Vince Vaughn is Santa Claus's bitter older brother. Moves in with him. Oof. Of all of the millions of Christmas movies I've seen, I have not seen that one. And I love the Santa Claus trilogy. And I think that means something. Oh, Jesus, listen to this cast, too. Uh, it's got Rachel Weisz, Kathy Bates... Uh, what? Ludicrous? Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, maybe I'll watch, I'll watch it. it. Uh, okay, all right. <laughs> uh, it does, however, have uh, Kevin Spacey as well. Uh, but a minor ooh. role. It's okay. not like Nine Lives where he's like the head cat, 
Like, I think he's something, I think he's got a smaller part in this because, you know, he had all those cameo roles over the years. I just watched Baby Driver and I, I was, I enjoyed it a lot, but I had to be very upset every time Kevin Spacey was there. It makes you feel weird, which sucks because I fucking love Baby Driver. Yeah, I really enjoyed it a lot. And Kevin Spacey needs to be like, um, you know, uh, digitally removed from the film and replaced with a dead person or something. <laughs> <laughs> An actual dead person? You know how like they do in Star Wars where uh, they'll bring back people who are dead? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Let's get him dead. <laughs> I'm excited because this week I'm watching Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Ooh, it's a beautiful one. I've never seen it, and I'm excited about it. Someone found a copy of a DVD of it. You're gonna love it. Santa Claus versus the Martians yeah. is very fun. In my quest, Hell yeah. in my quest to watch the '90s Christmas movies that I somehow missed, should I watch Jingle All the Way or should I skip? Oh, it's watch. No, Absolutely watch. Watch. It. watch, watch, watch. Yeah, Jingle All the Way so, is so good. amazing. Okay. Yeah. So so good. It's so so good. Sinbad, you it's watch one of it for my Sinbad. favorite Christmas movies. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sinbad and Schwarzenegger, right? Yeah. If you like Sinbad in any way whatsoever, it's one of Sinbad's favorite movies. All or right. It's one of Sinbad's best movies. Okay. Man, and Phil Hartman's in it. I mean, it's like house guest. And then fucking jingle all the way. It's really good. You're going to love it. Will I like it more? Is it better than the Santa Claus one? Uh, that hurts me. <laughs> but, uh, yes. Yeah, it is. Okay. It's, it's definitely better. No, the, the original Santa Claus is, it's, you remember we talked about it? It's depressing. It is very depressing. It's super depressing. It's depressing, and it's like not even like I was like, "Ooh, is this going to be like a dark comedy?" But it's just a it's just a depressing family comedy. But there's not really like an edge to it. It's a, like a lot of movies in the '90s. Uh-huh. It, it has that unfortunate edge, that '90s edge, that uh, malaise uh-huh. uh, where nothing really yes. is good, but nothing's really bad either. Yeah, it's a yeah. dull edge. Yeah, yeah. John Goodman. Yeah, but Bernard. Hmm? Bernard. I'm sorry, Bernard's just so hot. <laughs> I will have sex with an elf this year. <laughs> um, did you know that the, this is one of my fun facts I learned from that Peter Billingsley special, um, the boy who played, um, uh, what's his name, the, the, the child in Santa Claus 1. Oh, Yucky Yucks, er- Yucky Yuck, whatever his yeah, name what's is. His I name? hate him, Charlie. Charlie. I hate him. Charlie is now in, wait for it, I think it's, Either the Big Bang Theory or Two and a Half. No, I, Big Bang Theory. I think. I think it's Big Bang Theory. One of those CBS shows that we aren't thrilled about. Really? Mm-hmm. Weird. Ugh. Charlie. His name is Eric Lloyd. Still has a career. Why? I. He was no. so bad at it. In fact, I'm wrong. Sorry. It's not Charlie. It is Russell from um, Russell from uh, National Lampoon's thank Christmas you. Vacation. That's the one. I'm mixing up the little boys from Christmas movies who are in Big Bang Theory, but it's him. Well, oh he's much God, better. Oh my God, that totally is the same kid. Wow. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, good for him. See, he, I'm fine with. Yeah. Charlie, though. Yeah. Bless you. Charlie, I'm not sure Charlie if Charlie has a fuck career. Himself. Yeah, Charlie, I, I, I don't think, I'm not sure how if Charlie has done anything for himself as an adult. No, screw him. All right, so have we a blind out of... Oh, we can't, we can't see, see him. There's not a whole lot of Santa Clauses out there. There's just a few. <laughs> <laughs> this one's from the American Music Awards that happened just a couple of weeks ago. 
This foreign-born permanent A-list celebrity host mogul model spent a lot of time last night backstage and at an after party hitting on multiple guys. Maybe it was all the wine she kept drinking because she's not usually the one to make a move. Her last boyfriend treated her like crap, so I hope she has better luck this time. What was the beginning part of it? Celebrity TV host mogul model. Heidi Klum. Hitting on boys left and right. Good for her. Good for her. <laughs> I just watched, man, I just watched the latest season of Project Runway. I have watched so much Project Runway, and she is such a stone-cold bitch. <laughs> I love her. I love how mean, because she's not mean on the show. It's just her eyes are are covered in frost. Yeah. No, no, she's... I love her. She's, a, she's German, right? I think so. She, yeah. She's like one of those. Yeah, she's like beautifully Germanic. Yeah, yeah, she's a dude. She's, she's ice just so in her hot. Veins. She is icy. She was. Yeah. Was she the one who was with Seal? Yeah, Seal. With Seal. Yeah, absolutely. Now she's uh, I guess single and swinging. Go for her. Mm-hmm. Go for her. Other one we got. This one's a little scandalous. This very rich former child actress who makes her money doing things other than acting. Wink, wink. Wank. But still has a plus list name recognition is dating her drug dealer. Last time she did that, a boyfriend of her sibling died because of the easy access to drugs. Lilo. No, 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 no. But somewhat Whoa. close there. In that same in actually in that exact same vein. Like Lilo. Amanda Bynes. No, like Lilo, but twins. Oh, Mary Kate and Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that before you said twins. <laughs> Which one? I almost, I almost said it was like, yeah, but she was in the parrot trap. But, you know. Is it Mary Kate? Uh, it's uh, Ashley Olsen, oh, actually. Ashley. Mary Kate Olsen was friends with Heath Ledger. Okay. Yeah, and she was dating a drug, or, yeah, so Ashley was dating a drug dealer. Mary Kate got pills super easy, which she gave to Heath Ledger, and those are the pills that he died on. And now what? Ashley's doing it again. But now Mary Kate, is it, is it Mary Kate's the one that's married to the creepy French billionaire, right? I think Mary Kate is that one, but they're both, weren't they both dating really, didn't the other one start then dating a really old guy too? Maybe. Yeah, but she, but he left her though. Which, you know, you probably should. <laughs> it's probably for the best. Yeah. Just leave that. Yeah, she is the one. Yeah, Mary Kate's the one that's married to uh, Sarkozy. The big, scary Russian. <laughs> that's right. And so, I, well, I guess, well, you're going to tell me that the Olsen twins aren't faithful to their creepy old husbands. Mm. I don't know if they pleasure, if they have pleasure anymore. Yeah. Right? <laughs> they sure don't look like it in their eyes. No. Can you imagine slapping against those bones? Mm. I mean, I guess if she does enough pills, I'm sure she's fine to just lay there. Which one's the really creepy looking one? They both look creepy, but there's one that when you see them side by side that always has much deader eyes. Yeah, I think it's Mary Kate uh-huh. the, that is the uh, the deader eyed one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that definitely took a different path in, 
Ashley did. Did you have a fave back in the day when everyone was doing their countdown? No, I mean, they were little girls. Yeah. Yeah. You weren't on that train. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people were on that train. I guess you were maybe a little bit, they're like our age, right? So you would have been a little too old when they were actually still not legal yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was, I didn't really have a favorite. People were really wanting to fuck them. People were super into that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, they were really, really into that. It was weird. Yeah. And you remember how the internet exploded when they turned 18? Yeah. Yeah. That was really, truly disgusting. Yeah, really, really, very, truly disgusting. And I've never understood the desire to watch twins have sex with each other until the Property Brothers. <laughs> the well, they just have sex very with each other. Rational. Yeah, I know it's, it's, a, it's a popular one, but I don't, I didn't, I don't totally understand it. All right, and now it's time. It's the end of the episode. Uh-oh. It's time for Riverdale Roundup. Juicy. Yeah. Wait, did everybody make sure we got to give everybody time? If you haven't lo- watched last week's episode, shut it off now. Yes, exactly. Shut you got to shut it off now. Thank you very much for listening. We'll talk to you next week. But if you are caught up, oh my God. Season the sheriff Juicy. and the mayor are boning. Juicy, juicy, juicy. How? Fuckable is that sheriff? <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely got like a hopper thing going on. It was super surprising when uh, Veronica walked down there and he's like, uh, yeah, I just have to, you know, keep it shape. It's discipline. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Hot shirtless sheriff was surprisingly hot and I wasn't expecting to feel that way. I also, though, was really hoping when you were hearing all those noises as she walked downstairs that he was just going to be like, Banging somebody. <laughs> I was very upset, but at the same time, just sta- like she's just like drinking a diet soda and talking to him. Just like, man, you should just like kiss, just kiss his chest. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I guess I feel like the mayor and the sheriff are two of the hotter adults in town, so yeah. I'm pretty glad they're fucking. Yeah, Kevin's dad well. is banging Josie's mom. I'm a little bit worried about Kevin because I think eventually everyone's going to get mad at him for having a cop dad. He keeps being like, guys, let's call my dad. And everyone's like, no, Kevin, never. (laughs) And I just worry about Kevin. I feel like he's, um, it's got to be hard to have have that cop dad. If we need to worry about anyone, it's Jughead right now. He's caught up with a snake charmer and he doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Ooh, but how hot is he being Bad. <laughs> <laughs> he just whines the whole time and fucks up a lot. And who was the old Nazi lady that he delivered? A, where's that storyline going to go? Because that's kind of been swept under the rug a little bit. Because when Archie Jughead went and delivered the package after the, they had that weird run in with the candy man who talked about the Riverdale Reaper. Yeah. The woman that he, they delivered that box to was like an old Nazi woman in a wheelchair wearing <laughs> sunglasses in a warehouse at night. <laughs> What weird fucking path is this show going to take with weird, with like, what are the ghoulies possibly delivering to an old Nazi woman in in Greendale, then just the next town over, just the next town over, that's it. I feel like Riverdale has like flirted with topical issues, um, and I really want them to have a Nazi plot. (laughs) I just think that that would be fantastic. I think that's where it's going. But it's a Nazi occult. 
cult plot. Like, uh-huh. it's still really dumb. Yeah, right. It's right. And the Riverdale, like, take something that's, like, pretty topical, okay? Uh-huh. And then just, like, make it, make it, like, unnecessarily silly. But Jughead, silly. they're Nazis. <laughs> we can't uh- deal with them, Jughead. <laughs> they're Nazis. <laughs> oh, my God. Is Jughead involved with Nazis now? That's what I told him. I told him, don't deal with Nazis. Veronica, <laughs> I think Jughead is dealing with Nazis. Uh, OMG, I don't think that Jughead would ever deal with Nazis. <laughs> Meanwhile, they start texting about it like, oh my God, did you hear that Jughead's a fucking Aryan brotherhood now? <laughs> and that stupid, dumb Archie with his bad decisions is just like, I don't know, Jughead. I don't think that, I think that Nazis are bad. <laughs> <laughs> He's really, really dumb. But also her Goomba, the Nazi's Goomba, was not threatening at all. Right? No. He just looked like a, he was he looked like like a big weirdo with sunglasses on. Why did they both have sunglasses on? He looked like he was in craft work. Like he did not look <laughs> yeah. intimidating in the least bit. Why did they get someone that at least looked intimidating? I know he had a gun, but still. And it's they're not even like they're like Wolfenstein 3D Nazis. Uh, like these yeah. are, these are not like actual, which I appreciate, which I like. I hope that it goes in that direction. Yeah, I'm I'm ready for a Nazi plot. Honestly, <laughs> I think that's gonna be great. And I'm also ready for the painkiller plot, which I did not. I had not been picking up on those obvious hints mm-hmm. until you guys put them down. Um, and and then I I I saw them and Jackie. You should be happy that your theory from last week was really explored on this episode. I was very proud of myself. <laughs> when that when it started, I like grabbed Giddy and I was like, "This is wait, stop! I need to tell you Jackie's theory." <laughs> you know who I'm wondering about, and I'm going to be really mad if it ends up that this guy is the Black Hood. They spent a the little janitor? the janitor. Yeah. They spent a little What's bit too much camera time on the janitor. Yeah, and why is the janitor so invested in Josie? But but but. Oh, if they do that, because we've never met that janitor before. Yeah. They can't introduce a character in episode seven and then be like, oh, that's the murderer. <laughs> so I really hope that that doesn't oh, happen. That guy. Yeah. Like, right. That guy you didn't know before. But but wasn't there, there was a, um, a, when Betty was on the phone with the with the Black Hood and she said, like, would I recognize your face? And he said, yeah. Uh-huh. I guess that could be the janitor. But I'm yeah. hoping that that means it's somebody on our short list of yeah. friends that we know. It could it could be the janitor. But on the other hand, like, how much does... You see, if Betty starts interacting with the janitor a lot in the next episode, then... But on the other hand, the next episode, the reckoning is upon us. Remember when I'm the Black Hood... I'm so excited. <laughs> because the Black Hood called up uh, Pops... And it was, uh, oh, yeah. Because after, because remember the whole thing started, it's like, if you don't send for 48 hours, I- I'll let you go. But then they send. Yeah, then Pops had to make that announcement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that Excuse was me. really weird. Excuse me, everybody. Black Hood call. <laughs> Reckoning upon us. <laughs> Yeah. But also, but what about Candyman? Yeah, what? Can we get back to Candyman? <laughs> yeah. That was a weird... What was that? That was weird. Also, why hadn't they brought up this weird, like, string of murders that happened not that long ago? Yeah, the Riverdale Reaper. Like, it seemed like it happened when, like, their parents were in high school. Well, actually, it would have happened probably when their grandparents were in high school, because we got to remember Archie's parents are just a few years older than us. Yeah, but in a small town like Riverdale, everyone would have known if there was a serial killer when your grandparents were around. Yeah, everyone would have known about the... Re- so the Riverdale Reaper, if I remember, like he killed a bunch of people with a shotgun, right? I think that that was right. It's killing time in <laughs> Riverdale. 
Like in my but hometown, he, everybody knows about the one flood that killed five people in 1905. You know, like, every, <laughs> like a, everybody knows about it. So I think that in Riverdale, they would know about the Riverdale Reaper. Mm-hmm. Well, unless Greendale came over and wiped out all the records, because there's something going on in Greendale. No one talks about Greendale. Greendale is shady. <laughs> yeah. Green, Greendale's really shady. It's across the bridge. You have to drive five minutes to get there. It's a whole different world. In <laughs> yeah. Not to be confused with the whole different world of the south side of Riverdale, which um, seems to in some ways be its own municipality, but in some ways not to be its own municipality. <laughs> well, Riverdale is big enough for two school districts. So we, we've definitely, we've established that at the very least. Yeah. It's big enough for two school districts. Uh, it apparently has one 24-hour diner, so it's not that big. They don't have like a Denny's or anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But then also the switch around with the uh, the weird, the sexual aggressor, Chuck, he's coming in now, but now everybody's kind of like Josie's just fine with being with someone that sexually, that sexually assaulted somebody. Well, that's the question is that, you know, is Chuck changed? Because Chuck never actually sexually assaulted anybody. He was just, he was inappropriate. Yeah, he was, yes. he was, he was a predator. Yeah, cyberbully type character, right. but never like physically sexually assaulted anyone. Right, not like. He's um, not a Reggie. Not, not Reggie the um, who, he's, You're right He's no, not Reggie Excuse me you're not right. Reggie uh, The other guy what's, yeah, what The was other it? one uh, Nick Pen- St. Clair Penny Bottom yeah. <laughs> Nick St. Clair Penny Bottom St. Clair Right That's right And I appreciate that They're making those distinctions Like if they were to redeem The actual date rapist I would be like No Riverdale But if they're gonna redeem The guy who was like A a, a, a asshole misogynist. He was a shitty high school kid. Right. Uh, that's uh, there's there's no there's no uh, life altering crime in being a shitty high school kid. Right. And that would be good. You know, it's like okay, guys can change. Like they he can, can change. He right. can change. Yeah. I think he'll end up. I think he'll end up being good to Josie. I think once all this pig heart business gets worked out, <laughs> it'll be fine. And the pig, like, what is happening <laughs> with Josie? Yeah, Josie. What's happening? They really ramped so it up with Josie. So much happened in this episode. <laughs> if so much, it makes my brain hurt. If if on if 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 Josie gets hurt, I'm gonna be really upset. So far, I think I've been. I think I'm correct to say that only adults have been killed. I don't think, except for Jason. But well, like, well, Moose no, got the shot. Yeah, but they. Yeah. But but he didn't get killed. No. So I think I'm really hoping that they keep up this trend and not kill any of our young people. I don't think they're gonna. If they were to kill one, I say if they're gonna kill any of them, they'd kill Reggie. Because yeah. they're not going to kill any of the main... They're not going to kill anybody who had their own comic book at one point. Yeah, this isn't The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, yeah, so we got Archie, Betty, Jughead, uh, Veronica. Um, I would say Cheryl is safe. Josie is safe. I would say Kevin's safe, too. Cheryl is safe, except I for could say- what she's doing to her stalking of Josie. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the other uh, thing. Why is Cheryl stalking her? Why is Cheryl writing, drawing the... Th- what is Cheryl's endgame here? <laughs> I don't know. Because I thought Cheryl was also helping her out with the whole music career as well. Yeah, but Cheryl just wants to consume people. <laughs> we all knew that girl in high school. They just want to drink your blood and be your best friend. Yeah. But also at the end of the day, very nice artist. Very good artist. <laughs> very, very, very talented. Very talented. She's a tortured person for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. No, she could uh, go into art school and be one of those girls. <laughs> like the super I evil think, artist girl. They exist. I think she we just wants them. to have they, sex yeah, with them. Josie. What's Wait. that? I think she just wants to have sex with Josie. Mm. Yeah, because we are still waiting for our hot... Um, yeah. Lesbian plotline, right? Ooh, that one, that one. 
that's I'd a, watch that, that one. one. <laughs> well, I've thought about that one. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but now that you mention like the actual like possibility of that happening, like I may I may have Googled that possible combination into a porn <laughs> search word search and came up with nothing. <laughs> but to think that it might actually happen on the show. You were ahead of your time. I think it might happen. I think it might happen. I'm calling it. Yeah, I mean, Cheryl either wants to... I, I definitely, I think that her love... She's, she's jealous. She's obsessed. And either that will turn to, like, hot sex or mm-hmm. murder as often... Most foul. <laughs> as the road often splits. I think that those are our two choices. I don't know. Josie seems but like I, the type of girl that doesn't experiment till college. Yeah, well, frankly, I think that Josie could do better than Cheryl. Yeah, Josie could definitely do better than Cheryl. There are definitely moments where Cheryl will say something, and I'm just like, I love you, Cheryl. (laughs) But but often I don't like her. Yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. I think Cheryl's fantastic. Why don't you think that I – Cheryl, she's like – She's the head of the school. I know. Why? What do you mean better than Cheryl? She's just a horrible, (laughs) horrible bitch. Yeah, but she's a sexy, horrible bitch. Yes. And she is really fucking funny sometimes. Like, she's a great bitch. Like, yeah. they make her into a fantastic bitch. Like, my, my favorite bitch character on television. Yeah, and that's what's great about her is they make her such a great bitch because that entire character is like, you know, that horrible bitch in high school? Sometimes she's nice. Yeah. For no reason. Right. You don't know why she's nice, but sometimes she is, which makes you trust her and think, hey, maybe Cheryl's coming around a little bit. And then she's a bitch again. Right. You don't know why. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's the power. She's got control of all of mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. I'm completely into it. I can't wait to watch them. It, they're at least going to kiss. You know that's true. But I don't think that it's Cheryl that gave her the pig heart. Hmm. I don't think no. that she would go to that length. I think it's going to be a twisteroo where she's doing the, like, the, you know, the stuffed animal in the locker, doing those kind of things. I don't think that she would take it to that level. I don't think so. I think that's the black hood. I think Josie needs help and support and surveillance. I think that there's two things happening, which is that Cheryl is sending her the notes and stuff, but then the black hood is also targeting her, perhaps because she's the mayor's daughter, Mm -hmm. and perhaps it has something to do with um, Hopper and the mayor's relationship. (laughs) (laughs) That has to do with something. They got to get rid of the kid. They got to get her out of the situation because they're having a torrid affair, and he's out there murdering sinners, but then he's also sinning. Wait, no, he's sinning himself. Yeah, he's so he will. You can't be the Black Hood killer. No, absolutely. Oh no, no, no. Sheriff Keller's been out of the running for a while now. He can't be the Black Hood killer. He's uh, sinning adulterously. Yeah, I, every night. I was with you last week because I was like, yeah, he's he's like he's the law. He would stop want to stop the sinners. Mm-hmm. But I think that. I think that that's out. On the other hand, this whole thing is, it's a very janitor move. It is. It can't be the janitor. I hate, man, when he came in and Josie's playing and he just like opens up the door behind her and it's just like the blue light from the hallway comes in. And I just, it it made me laugh. It's so, it's just so overdramatic of how he's just like, he gives you a long glance. (laughs) Oh, but he's sweeping. But he's supposed supposed to be sweeping there. (laughs) It's so ridiculous. I love it. I love it. Yeah, if it's the janitor, that's going to be some real, that's going to be like um, what I understand is like the disappointment level of the lost finale, you know. It would be a mind, but, but that, you know, even after the Black Hood thing ends, which 
Let's be honest. Let's all hope it ends quickly. We're all... Uh, yeah, I, let's wrap it up. I, let's let's <laughs> wrap up this whole Black Hood thing. I really do not want this to go on for another... Let's see here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I don't want this to go on for another eight episodes. <laughs> like this is, Yeah. That's how many episodes I, are left in this season. It's like if they, if they go eight more episodes on this, it's going to be... Thank God there are eight more episodes left, though. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. But I do have a new theory of who it could be. What if it's Mark Consuelos? Mm. No, 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 no. Because we saw the Black Hood, Mark, uh, Veronica's dad. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. yes. Mr. Uh, Hiram Lodge. Good question. But that's the thing is that we still, we did see the Black Hood. And I believe, if I remember correctly, uh, the first attack of the Black Hood, I think Hiram was still in jail. Was he? But it was right. It was coinciding. It was right around that at the same time. It was at the end of the first season. First that was the episode. cliffhanger of the first season. Uh-huh. And Hiram. Oh, that's right. When he got shot. And I that's think right. Hiram came back in like the second or third episode. Yeah. And also, I think the Black Hood's eyes are not as pretty as Hiram Lodge's eyes. Oh, no, no, no. It's You're obviously right. like a dumpy white guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's definitely <laughs> like the Black Hood is definitely a dumpy white dude. I still think um, it's Betty's dad and I only think that because of the eyes when you look at his eyes I think they have the same he has the same shape eyes as Betty's dad I don't have a theory as to why it would be Betty's dad except his his anger about you know how he was cut out of the blossom fortune or whatever physically he is but he's also not necessarily that obsessed with sin I know but at the same time they did shepherd the daughter away when she got all knocked Mm. up yeah but he wanted her to get an abortion remember yes Oh, yeah, that would be sinning. That's a sin. That's a sin. In the serial killer world, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think abortion would be considered a sin. Man, I'm just so, there's just so much. And I will, I think I'll scream if it's the janitor. (laughs) I will, I I think I'm going to record myself being openly upset. Yeah. If it's the janitor. Yeah, the Riverdale Roundup will just be the three of us screaming for 10 minutes. Yes, just. I don't think, it it can't be that. No. It can't be that. But also, do you realize that they're in, they're all at Pops, and Archie's like, yeah, I guess we got to get home. Sun's about to come up. They are 16 years old. <laughs> You're at a diner and the sun's about to come up? Like six of you. This old man is letting six underage kids hang out at his diner at all times of the night. Oh, Pops, Pop, Pop can't kick him out. Pops. Well, Pops can call up mom and dad and say, hey, he listen, could, he your kids call. are here. Yeah, he could Except for Jughead because Jughead ain't got no family. Yeah, he's got to have a safe. He, Pops provides a safe place for those kids to go. You know, that is true. He's providing a service. Yeah, but there's a killer on the loose <laughs> that is calling and obviously knows that they're all there. Yeah, that's true. Pops should consider getting a security card. Oh, my God. I uh, It just makes me so... I, I just... Uh, Man, Betty and Veronica are probably going to get in trouble pretty soon. I think this is going to be the episode that they're going to get into something that they're not going to know how to get out yeah. of. They're getting close. They're getting real close to it. Because Veronica's real cocky. God, I just, I just remembered how I flipped out with during the dream sequence with Josie when she got her throat slit. Yeah, that was... And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> but then it was just a dream. That was terrifying. Oh, my God. Do you guys know that... At last year's Teen Choice Awards, or at least this year's Teen Choice Awards, Riverdale swept the whole thing. Really? Except for Choice Breakout TV star in a male role. Archie didn't make it. 
Whoa. No, 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 no. But I mean, that's fine. He did get... God, he didn't get any of them. Oh, wait. He got breakthrough performance, but he lost best performance by a younger actor in a TV series and choice breakout TV star. Yeah, that's fine. He is fine. I enjoy Archie as a character, as an actor. I think that his character is not, it makes bad choices, but Mm -hmm. I, I enjoy him, but I'm not like, I'm not, I don't think I'm knocked off my feet, but I do enjoy him. And I think that he's very handsome. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah, he's definitely very... Wait, do they still do those things, or is it the MTV Movie Awards when it's like, best girl-on-girl kiss? Like, do they still do that? <laughs> I think that was Or are the, they not allowed to well, anymore? the MTV music... They, they just did best kiss. Oh, okay. They... Because, I mean, they got to win for that, man. Their kisses. I... Uh, <laughs> I got to stop watching it alone. It's just... <laughs> it's getting to a point. I think it's unhealthy. You know, I think it's like I think there needs to be an app where you can go on dates with someone that looks mildly like the people in Riverdale. That's a good idea. But for just an app. <laughs> they're just like, yeah, it's like Mr. Personality, except the opposite. <laughs> Do you guys know that there is going to be a uh, Sabrina reboot? Mm. A Riverdale style mm. Sabrina reboot. Oh, same creators. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, same people. I wonder if the cat's gonna be sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I never really had strong feelings about Sabrina, but if it's in the style of Riverdale, I'll enjoy that. I'll definitely enjoy that. Yeah, I'll, yeah, of course. Yeah, it'll be like uh, it'll be like Charmed, uh-huh. but goofy. Will, will Melissa Joan Hart be there? I don't think she will be. Yeah, that's fine. Or maybe they, she will, like in Riverdale, will they start bringing the people back? Maybe she will. Who knows? She'll be a mom. Ooh, man. And it's going to be sexy magic. Mm. Oh, it's going to be, se- you know, it's it's probably going to be like charmed and the craft and all that Ooh, all yeah. kind of put together. Yes, please. Oh, my God. Actually, the second you said it, I was not excited, but now I'm very <laughs> yeah, excited. Yeah, that's how I feel. My excitement has been growing exponentially while I it's think about it. It's growing and growing within me. If I could watch more Riverdale-esque shows, because yeah. I, I just, oh, it's so good. So much happens. But then the problem is that sometimes when they have a really good episode, it's followed by a not-as-good episode. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So I am a little worried about tonight, but... Man, oh, sorry. I'm just looking at a picture of Jughead in this fucking jacket, dude. <laughs> you know, the problem is, you know what really turns me off, though? It's the suspenders that aren't on his shoulders. Yeah. I did notice that last episode when he was filling up Candyman's truck. Yeah, it's yeah. a real Scott kid move. <laughs> and I would know. You love it, though. I, do, oh I, my love, God. I don't love him as much as you. That jacket. Uh, I think I got to get the patch. I think I gotta get the fucking Southside Serpents patch. I think I gotta get it attached. Is that too lame to attach it to the back of my leather jacket? If it, how big is the? Would you get the patch? Full life size. I get it on my entire back. Yeah. Oh, hmm. I think you should do it. Uh, well, you can. This tells you anything. You can buy them at Hot Topic. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know if 30-year-old me can go that low, but maybe I can. Uh, maybe and, I can, And guys. Jackie, it is a Hot Topic exclusive, so you have to put, go on hottopic.com and go order one. If it's only $15. $15.12. It's only $15. Yeah. Damn it, Jackie, if we were in the same city, I would go to the mall and go to Hot Topic with you tonight. I think that I have. Guys, I think I got to do it. I think I have to do it. This is the details. Sew it onto your favorite jacket or vest and head on down to the white worm with your pals. (laughs) 
Oh my god, I can't. I don't know. <laughs> also, I don't know if you guys remember, but my, my for my Halloween costume, I found this uh, cheerleader's outfit, and it's the same color and style as the Vixens. <laughs> <laughs> so if I wore that and then I had the jacket on, then technically it's like I'm dating Jughead, right? <laughs> um... Right, yeah, Jack. Yeah, I, I think I think you need to go on hottopic.com and just take a gander at their Jughead merchant. Or there's more at their Jughead and Riverdale related merchandise. Oh, there's quite a bit. Oh, I'm gonna be doing oh, that too. Oh no! Of course, Hot Topic has an exclusive. <gasps> oh, oh no! It's a Jughead T-shirt. <laughs> so I guess you're looking at the Jughead oh, Coffee no. Girls T-shirt. Oh no! Oh, I have to have it. Yeah. Yep. Let's do this. Let's put it on oh, our Christmas God, list. Oh God, help me! I oh they got the Josie and the Pussycat ears. Oh no, they got a Pops shirt. They got a Riverdale oh, Vixen God. shirt. <gasps> All right, dude, I gotta get this Jughead Jones shirt. I think I have to. Is it creepy though? Is this to a point that it's creepy? Uh I don't know. I mean, he's an adult. The actors are adults. The actors are adults. So you're fine. Oh. So I think it's okay. Well, you know, it's like, oh, well, oh, I don't, mom, I don't have any money for Christmas presents this year. <laughs> and then I'd like buy a bunch of stuff on Hot Topic. <laughs> no, you just have to send these links to your mom and be like, this is what I want. I don't know if I could do that. I think that that's almost too embarrassing to do. I think it might might bridge a gap that I'm unwilling to go to. Are you going to get the Jughead shirt that says my sardonic humor is just my way of coping with the world? Uh, maybe. <laughs> or are you just going to get oh, the classic my- one that just says Jughead Jones and has him like leaning back while he's got a cup of coffee on his chest? I think I'm going to get that one. That or I could just, I could go like, you know, smaller with it and I get the bedazzled necklace that says weirdo on it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, I'm a weirdo. Look at my hat. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> and that's all we got time for on today's page seven. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be back now. You know, and I think it's fine that we do like a week in between episodes on the Riverdale Roundup because it gives everyone an entire week to watch the episode. I think that's true. It gives people time to catch up. Yeah, give, give you time to catch up. So we'll talk to y'all. Also, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm just staring at these pictures of Jughead. <laughs> I'm fine. Everything's fine. We'll talk We'll talk about it next week. In case you haven't noticed, I'm weird. I don't fit in. I don't want to fit in. Have you seen me without this stupid hat on? That's weird. He's such a weirdo. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey, it's me, your barista. So you know how you come in almost every day for our cold foam coffee? Yeah, well, I might be putting myself out of a job by telling you this, but now there's an easy way to foam at home with new International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. With three new foaming flavors, French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato, who could blame you if you stopped coming in altogether? Yeah, it's that foaming delicious. You're welcome. 
New International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, now in stores. It's foaming delicious. 